This is the audio podcast with Samuel Freeman and Scott Hewitt. Recorded last day of February 2011, this is episode 3 of the audio podcast, which has the subject line title, ReCC. This week, Scott's been talking to Paul Gibson from CC Hits, so let's cut straight to that now. Okay then, hi, it's uh, Scott here. I'd like to take this opportunity to interview John Spriggs of uh, cchits.net, who's here to uh, um, tell us a little bit about the CC Hits project. Hello, John. Hello there, Scott. So could you tell us about the, uh, what is the CC Hits.net? Um, I, I, unfortunately, you, the Skype I, oh. just broke up right in the middle of your, your question there. I think you said, uh, can you tell me a little bit about CC Hits? Yep, that's it. What is it? Excellent. Right. Okay. So um, CC Hits is a, podcast, uh, is a collection of podcasts and a website that sits behind it uh, that promotes uh, Creative Commons licensed music um, and sort of the, the artists behind it uh, beh- that create the music, uh, the podcasts that play it. And basically anything linked to any of those. So that's that's what CC Hits is all about. Okay, cool. Um, how long has it been running? Or... Uh, it started at around about the end of October last year. So okay, it's been yeah. going for about four months, five months now. Cool. So um, I know one of the big things you do is you kind of compile a chart. Yes. Across the course. Could you... Is It's a chart just of Creative Commons music? Absolutely. The The... the the, pretty much the only criteria for getting music into the system um, is that it has to be Creative Commons. Um, and and I don't know whether your listeners will necessarily know this, but uh, Creative Commons is a set of licenses uh, that promotes uh, reuse of um, the, the media. So, for example, um, if I release a work under a Creative Commons license... Um, you have six uh, sort of switches that you can turn on and off with the license, um, but it basically gives you the opportunity to share music or uh, share it and remix it, make derivative works from the music and those sorts of things. And um, basically, the the Creative Commons license helps uh, lets me. Um, collate that music into as you said a chart show there's a couple of other shows that are produced as well um and and share that music with other people um there are other licenses that let you do the same thing uh but not on such uh an awesome scale i think is i think is the best way of describing creative commons awesome yeah i, I, I like the i like the awesome that's that's a great kind of a approach to in describing it there. So in this podcast here, obviously the audio podcast is Creative Commons licensed as well because mm-hmm. we think it's important to provide material that can be reused and shared rather than kind of locking it behind restrictive licensing sure. issues, which become a problem as time goes by. I always tend sure. to find. I think that music. I think that anything audio related that's that's on the internet, your best bet is a Creative Commons license because um, if you don't attribute a license of any description to it. Uh, the use of it is very ambiguous, and people think that they can use it for whatever reason they want, um, or you know they can't use it at all. And 
putting a Creative Commons license because it's so it's designed to be so clear cut gives a, a real strength to the, uh, the, the 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 how the creator wants their work to be used. And that's one of the nice things about the Creative Commons set of licenses. And that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm so passionate about about getting Creative Commons music out there for people to to be aware of and, and, and sort of use it. Excellent stuff. So if I'm let's say I'm in a band or something, I've mm-hmm. I've written a original work, so it's my work, I've done the recording, I I own the you know, I own the recording, it's not like a big label thing this. And um, mm-hmm. I've I've got the work done. What do I have to do to get it into the CC hits chart, Howard? What would my next um, step be? Okay, so um, first of all, um, one of the things that I like to do with Creative, the, the CC Hits website, is to make sure that um, that whatever it is you've released, I can find something that says it's Creative Commons licensed. Um, with all the will in the world, um, the last thing I want to do is have somebody's copyrighted commercial work that is not CC licensed offered to me by somebody that's claiming to be the band and therefore I put it on the I put it on the site and then somebody comes along and says excuse me that that was our music I can imagine that is a disastrous situation <laughs> well I mean obviously it's not happened to me yet and and I think that I can if it did ever happen I'd, I'd be in a, a positive position because I can say look I've made you know whatever due diligence checks first to make sure that it was appropriately licensed and those sort of things. So anyway, so yeah. so you get you get to me um a page which uh proves that it's CC licensed that's got some some link to you as a band would be good. Um frankly even if it's just a listing on Gemendo or archive.org SoundCloud or you know one of these music sharing sites MySpace even at, at a push. Um yeah, nobody likes to go to a MySpace page, do they? It's a... No, no, I know. And I mean, it's so old now as well. That's the problem. Um, yeah. That said, archive.org's been around for longer. So, um, but yeah, so so you give me a link to to music, uh, and I can then, uh, or it, it can be um, entered into the CC Hits listing. Um, ideally, and this is only because the the, the software that I'm using to generate this all the the shows and that sort of thing um it picks tracks at random and that's what that's what is used to generate the daily show i didn't mention about the the other two shows before there's on top of the monthly chart show there's also a daily and a weekly weekly shows uh, as well tr- shows as well the daily show every single day the site picks a track at random from the list of tracks that have been submitted to the site um pl- puts those out as a podcast um, so I need to upload that music into the system to generate that. Cause there's no way I'm, I've got enough time capacity to generate a show every day. So that's all done automatically for me. Cool. So as a result, I need to upload all this lot to my system that generates the tracks, uh, and puts it into the podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you can, as an artist, you can give me, as I said, a web page that proves you've got cc licensed music and the track i put those details i have a nice little script that wraps around um the the upload process and it puts it into this into the system okay. dead simple yep 
I do have a tendency to waffle. I don't know if you've noticed this already. No, that's, that's fair enough. <laughs> so, so once yeah. you've got it, so they've given you the file, you've uploaded it into the system. Is it then a matter of do they send people to go listen to it there, or? Well, that that's that. There's a there's a couple of options. Um, at the moment, um, and this is due to change. Uh, as soon as my next site redesign comes along, sort of within the next, hopefully two or three months. Um, there's no way to play individual tracks without going through the daily shows, the weekly shows, monthly, uh, and the chart shows. Um, but imminently that will be happening. I, I'm still trying to get my head around exactly how it's going to fit together. As I said, this, this stuff only went live about five months ago. Yeah. And I spent more time finding music to put into the system than I have been spending necessarily doing the coding to make it do what I want it to do. Um, but yeah, so the intention will be to say, you know, if you want to play this track, go to cchits.net slash track slash whatever your track references. Um, but right now what you can do, and it's the other reason why I like having a page that I can refer people back to is that the page that you give me ideally should also have a link to where to get the music from. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I said Jamendo and SoundCloud and, you know, these other music sharing sites gives me the opportunity to point to a page that's got the media on it. And that's obviously really useful for the bands and the such in that you're actually directing traffic to their to their yes. kind of online property rather than, you know, their online website where they can yeah. you know, the track you might they might have in particular, but then maybe another album or some other sort of stuff, tour dates so or that sort of stuff. It's all there. In, indeed. Yeah. And 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 that's that's quite a large part of the reason why I wrote the site in the way that I did was so that um, realistically, the only reason you're going to the CC Hit site is to find out about the other stuff that's out there. There's 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 no lock into the site. There's no requirement for you to register to vote. You do have to register to upload stuff, um, but that's more so that I don't have you know the whole world and its wife uploading the you know uh, copyrighted material. That's not Creative Commons copyright side of the. Sorry, one of the other podcasts I did, I said kept saying copyright instead of non Creative Commons copyright licensed music. So anytime I say the word copyright and don't prefix it with Creative Commons, that's what I mean. I'm very sorry. It's uh, just a, a of course, I'm saying that's word part association of the, in my head. Yeah. I'm afraid that's part of the due diligence, isn't it? It's just you know if people have yes. to register. You've got you know a method of contacting them to begin the process of querying. If yes. you need to query the authenticity of the licensing they're claiming sure. for their content, yeah. Um, and and to be honest, at the moment, the only people that are uploading into the site um, are other podcasters. Um, with the intention being, again, it's actually to get people to discover their podcasts. Yeah. So if if less as as you as a band, but you as a podcaster, if you as a podcaster was playing Creative Commons licensed music. Um, and you decide that you want to make it so that you may not play Creative Commons in every show, you may not play all Creative Commons in any, any particular show, but the two or three or ten tracks that you play in your show that are Creative Commons, you want to submit them to the site. So you have a chat with me, and I give you the, the how-to upload tracks to the site, which at the moment, again, because it's still a work in progress, is a bit messy, but it works. I have I have 
podcasts that are actively uploading stuff into the site. Yeah. So they upload the track to the site, and part of the upload process, they say which show, which podcast that track was played on. Okay. And that goes into the listings for each track that's on the site. And is it from those listings that the chart is actually kind of compiled? Yeah. So so when when you um, show that your tr- your track was that a track was played on your show you get a link to the track reference and also the show reference and it basically just generates a url that you can put in as a link on your web page on your show notes for your your show that says you can refer back to the cc hits page to vote okay yeah and the chart is all driven by the people that have voted for the individual tracks on the shows okay so it's not it's not because I've elected to play a track on no. my podcast. It's no, more, it's not I like airplay. A, yeah. It's more it's more like per, it's more like I, I'm using current chart terminology. It's, it's it's less about the stuff that's been played on on the shows, and it's more about what people have said they like. They've actually chosen to say they like this piece of work. Okay. Now, one of the benefits to that is that they've gone to the site, they've seen the list of where else that track's been played. So they then get a chance to say, well, you know what, I quite liked this track, and I've seen it's been played on three or four other shows. So you then get the option to say, well, I'll go and have a listen to what the rest of the stuff that's been played on that show is. Now again, right at this moment, that facility, that specific facility of saying what else has been played on that show isn't in the site yet. But there's full access to the database that sits behind CC Hits. And one of the things that I am planning to integrate in the next, again, two, three months is a, a link so that people can see what else has been played on shows and you know how many people have voted for the various different sh- tracks on each show. I'm quite aware of the fact that I'm hand waving and and uh, and waffling again, so I can't remember what the question was anymore either. Ah, that's that's no worries. That's kind of how the show goes. It's very happy <laughs> with that. So it, it sounds very interesting. So what you're saying is um, the bands can, you know, they they have the material hosted on their their own sites anyway. Mm-hmm. They yep. submit it into the system and they give you an audio copy, which you then use to possibly as a daily show, possibly as a review show, or in the end of month chart show mm-hmm. and you use that for that otherwise yep. um you kind of use it as a way of people can see find out about it get referred back to their own sites so for mm-hmm. the bands it's going to drive traffic to their sites yep and also you know allow them maybe to get a i guess a litmus test as to whether people like their music or not whether absolutely and for um, some people that's important and for other people mm-hmm. they probably don't care if people like it or not some so. some people are creating music for music's sake some people are creating music because they want to make stuff that people like. And it gives the people that are making music to see what people like uh, the opportunity to, you know, uh, stick a few tracks over a couple of months and, and see, you know, well, this one had more votes than that one did. Uh, the people that are just making music for the sake of making music, well, that's that's great. And it gives um, it gives people that are finding out about the music that's being created by these bands, 
the opportunity to find out what else they've produced. Yeah. And that, that's, yeah, and so that's really interesting. And then from the kind of podcasting point of view, it's, it's an opportunity for a show like ourselves and um, we're planning on playing some Creative Commons music at the end of our at the end of our shows for coming weeks now. It's, we think, Excellent. We think it'll be a great kind of thing to do. I'm going to ask you about that in a moment. Sure. But, um, but for us, we can do that. Then we can put a link in, which will send people to the CC Hits site, where they can go and say whether they like it or not to make the mm-hmm. vote for the chart, and obviously from there be redirected back onto the actual band's site or the search. So it, sure. it provides an opportunity to integrate all these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and one interesting feature I noticed, and I, I wonder if you could comment about it. Um, I noticed in with your voting, you talk about there being adjusted votes if things have been played on, if things have received yeah. their time. Could you? That struck me as a really interesting idea. So could you could you comment about that? Yeah, sure. Um, so my intention with CC Hits was to make it so that if there was one track um, that, let's say, for sake of argument, um, uh, I've got a, a friend of mine who does a podcast or a few podcasts and he's also a musician. So his band has released you know, three or four tracks so far and he's submitted one of these tracks into the show. And very generously, the same day he, he found out that it had been put onto the show, onto the system as a show, um, he told everyone that follows him on Twitter, everyone that listens to his uh, music podcast and everyone that listens to his Linux podcast a link to where to go and vote for this and suddenly it went from you know maybe having 10 12 votes to having 150 votes in a space of a couple of days and I was quite aware of the fact that if something wasn't there to to adjust things just a little bit um that he, track he'd be, be there for a long time at number one for the rest of days <laughs> That's not to say that anyone else's music isn't necessarily good or as great or whatever. But what I wanted to make sure was that once the tracks had, you know, a few plays on the show, it stops being so high up the listing. It starts moving further and further down and ultimately will go under the 40 because it's a 40 track. It's a 40 track chart show run once a month, very much like, um, you know, our uh, BBC charts and the, the, the commercial chart shows. We're yeah. playing forty tracks. That's that's the sort of style of show that I was aiming for. Because I guess um, the issue that the, the issue that well, one of the great things about Creative Commons Music is obviously you you put it out there. Generally, it's going to go online. There isn't any of the kind of distribution or physical object mm-hmm. messiness, and that obviously intrinsically reduces the amount of time songs can necessarily spend high up in a chart nowadays. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I'm saying there used to be the era where you used to have like fourteen week number ones, whereas that's Mm. It's not so common anymore, is it? Whereas with the C- with the CC hits model, it, that that could obviously happen. And am I right in thinking that the votes are constantly accrued as well? So, yes. if, if I was to pick up a hundred votes in a week, I could then maybe add two or three to them, you know, going forward. And that would obviously just constantly keep me a little bit, you know, keep me artificially high. It was yeah, you know, so, weeks ago I was popular, and we're still kind of falling off that curve almost as a yeah. So that the adjusted votes. Um, it doesn't affect plays on any other site. So if you are, if your if your track is played on fifteen podcasts, it won't adjust the votes until one of those podcasts is the weekly or the monthly show. Okay. Now the reason why the daily show isn't affected 
that the exposure tr- show isn't it isn't affected is because the weekly show incorporates the last seven days of daily shows. Okay. So you will always, if once you've made it into a daily show, you will always also be in a weekly show. Yeah. So I figured it was a bit fa- unfair to to hit you twice for having made it onto the site. Yes. <laughs> so um, if you're on the site for the week first weekly show, you lose five percent of your votes. Now that's that's just an arbitrary figure, and and as the site changes that may well change it might go up it might go down i'm not sure yet yeah. so you you lose five percent of your votes um and then the next week if your track is one of the top three rated tracks from that week's worth of daily shows you get played again yeah okay now, it's a bit confusing. When I've tried explaining it to people, people have kind of got a bit, little bit confused by that. Now, it's not, it's not, it's not supposed to confuse people. It's am, just am, basically... I right in, am I right in thinking that what you're basically trying to do is you're kind of saying, I'm promoting people's stuff, and I'm asking people if they like it, and if people like things, then that's, that's an important thing, and I want to take that in consideration. But then at the end of the day, the main thing you're trying to do is promote and introduce people to new material, so therefore you're... It's kind of like once you've been there for a couple of weeks, it'd be time to go. You know, you're wanting to kind of keep pushing new material in, and to do that, you've got to kind of push out what was once popular. Absolutely. Yep. Can you can you start writing documentation for me? Because you're good at this. <laughs> you're good at summarizing what like what goes in my head. Well, um, fortunately, we're recording this, so you never know. Yay! Okay, so um, at the end of. So yeah, so the, the weekly show, as I said, is is the last seven days' worth of tracks, plus the top three rated tracks from the seven days before that. Yeah. So the maximum time you are likely to be in the weekly shows is twice. You're never going to appear in it again, etc., etc., etc. So. Yeah. Fair enough. So you get you get five percent of your votes taken off when you appear on a weekly show, so you could potentially lose ten percent of your votes through the weekly shows. Yep. Then every time you appear on the monthly chart show, you lose another 5%. Okay. So that guy who um, was in the the site really early on had 150 votes right at the beginning. Uh, he, he was at number one for forever. And has just, I think it was last month, maybe the month before, is now number two. Okay. Um, and, and as I said, that is purely just because their number of, their adjusted votes is, is, has worked out lower, although their actual number of votes is higher. Mm. But their number of votes is just slightly under the next one down. So... He's now up to 183 votes for his his track, which is adjusted because of five shows, five weekly or monthly shows, down to 137 votes. Okay. And the next one's got 153 votes, uh, which after adjustment. So you know, it's just it's just basically to make sure that you don't always get the same artist at number one week on week out. Yeah. You've got some movement there. 
there's always going to be some some movement inside the in, inside the chart and as, yes. as you said i'm saying the the site's under development isn't it so yes. you know these things can be adjusted and tuned and such if, and if, you'll, if you'll find as you're as you're sort of making your way around the site there are some bits that really look a lot more finished than others um and that's because at heart i'm a coder i'm not really an artist um so uh, someone originally described the site as looking very much like a hacker had written it because it was basically just one long long page worth of text and over time i've had other people contributing design ideas to the site and it's just taking a while for them to replicate through but one of the big things that that came out of that was um we used to just have links to all the votes so you know anytime google spidered the site it would it would vote for every single track on there and yeah. i got quite confused fairly early on about you know where were all these massive number of votes coming from when i hadn't really told anyone about the site by that point and it was just the google <laughs> robot doing it something. was just the google robot making its way across it and then um last week somebody discovered that by using a particular tool um they could just uh put it to to cycle through hitting the one particular track and voting for that one track every day yeah um because this particular tool didn't didn't do things the way i was expecting it to and uh then he realized that his script had gone a bit wrong and he was voting every every second and had suddenly generated 500 and something votes for his track so that was the probably the, the first time i have actually gone in and removed votes from the site because that was a bit unfair for a track that had been languishing around about number 19 in the chart to suddenly be number one and with probably no chance of that coming out of number one for any time at all soon <laughs> you see that, that's interesting i'm glad you've brought up this illustration because i've been kind of sitting here and my kind of computer security heads just been kind of thinking if you don't have to register to vote and it's just a matter of hitting a url to make the vote that you know that that is very exploitable if especially if i was you know trying to do something for some sort of commercial you know some sort of commercial gain or just to get to number one it's yeah it's kind of do it. and how much how much concern do you have about that kind of that kind of side of this um so i guess we should keep that brief because that's more of a computer security thing than a no no that that's i mean to uh, in all honesty that's actually my my day-to-day role is is to work in it security um so I wouldn't be lying if I said it was it was relatively high up in my thought process. Um, well, the the authenticity of the chart and of the votes is 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 obviously important. So, that's yeah, a justification for this conversation. Now, yeah, that's it. Um, I, I kind of I kind of thought there's I didn't I wanted to make it so that the barrier to entry was very very low, um, and and a a website called Stack Overflow introduced me to the idea of um having no barrier to entry on the site yeah so basically you turn up you click you proceed and frankly the fact that there is the only thing that you can be doing is promoting creative commons work um the fact that there is a mechanism in there to reduce the votes the num- each time it appears on a show. Um, and this is why I was saying, you know, the, the, the 5% thing may change over time. It might become 20, it might become 
I might start adding more shows in and things like that and, and adjust the, the, the yeah. way that the, the vote adjustment works from that. But I kind of figure if you've, if you've got a group of fans that are interested in your music enough to promote it that hard and actually want to, to, to really go at it, um, someone else is going to notice and let me know. Um, I've got a couple of things that I'm working on at the moment to look for trending for trends, mm. much like the way that Twitter has the trending stuff in Twitter. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, that was suggested by, uh, somebody else that listens to the show. Um, and they kind of said, well, have you thought of doing trending? Not only will it help to, as a visual tool to see what stuff people are voting for, yeah. But it also give you a mechanism for actually looking and seeing, well, this track has gone from having one one vote, two votes, one vote, two votes to 25, 50, 75 votes. Yeah. In, you know, I mean, all of the chart-related stuff that's on there is collated every day. Yeah. So, you know, someone's going to notice if between Saturday and Sunday you go from 85th place to first because it's going to look really odd. You're going to have come from nowhere. No one's going to have seen your name in the charts before. It's just going to look a bit random. Yeah. So. Just, though I guess the the only thing I would maybe just say to, to counter that, though, if you consider, like, the social media thing, I just think, you know, somebody puts a track up on Facebook, oh, I, I really like this. I, I kind of, you know, I might listen to it. Oh, I like that, so I hit like. Suddenly all of my friends now know that I like this, and... You know, obviously, social media does give that opportunity to really balloon the reach of something yes, very, very yes. quickly, which is kind of... But um, I, I know what you mean in terms of, you know, it, it kind of being a little bit, you know, suspect, possibly, in some scenarios. Sure. And and um, behind the scenes, um, although it's not in any of the databases, I do have, obviously, the full web server logs. And I, I when I... When I realised that there was an issue with this one track that had suddenly gone from from nothing to really high up, I was able to have a look at the logs and see. And the logs would give a tell the truth, as they say. Yeah, um, I mean, ultimately, it does it does rely on me having the foresight to to keep tracks of of, of the logs. But the, I was very keen when I was setting this up to make it so that the individual votes are not identifiable. Yeah. Um, and again, um, that was drawn from uh, another website, a, a site called Libra FM. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if you've come across that before, but basically it's a, a free software um, alternative to Blast FM. Yeah. Um, and they're basically trying to set up all the same things that you'd have for Last FM uh, without the charging model, which has just recently been introduced for mobile devices. Yeah. Um, that's at the moment purely there to promote Creative Commons music in a similar way that I'm working, but looking at the problem from a different angle. Yeah. Um, and I was on the, de- the developer mailing lists and they were sort of saying, you know, we really want to make it so that um, people can't reverse, people can't come to you and say, you know, what was so and so listening to? Who voted for what? Who liked this? Who like? Who didn't like that? Yeah. 
So they made it very clear that what they wanted to do was anonymize as much of the information as possible. Now, the only reason that the logs are currently logging what they are is just so that I can keep an eye on things. But they cycle out of the buffer within a few days. So, you know, the logs are lost at that point. You can't, people can't come to me and say, oh, you know, I heard and Scott. Be, be, because there's no, because you aren't actually logging people, you aren't registering and people aren't actually logging in. Anyway, the, the worst you'd ever, well, the biggest thing you'd give people would give away would be their, you know, IP addresses. And for the vast yeah. majority of people, they're dynamic cycling IP addresses or they're behind a huge, you know, a proxy server or a NAT yeah. somewhere, which is anonymizing them anyway to all yeah. intents and purposes. So, you know, the, the, the really useful feature is, as you said, if somebody runs something which generates 500 hits every, you know, one a second for a day from the same IP address, and it's mm. incredibly obvious. And that's definitely a kind of one person. Well, that's definitely a robot usage as well, isn't it? You'd see, yeah. You'd see that kind of pattern and the nature of mm. the message content and that sort of stuff would give that away yeah. as it's happening. So if, if to jump to a different track for a moment, um, you've been sure. talking about how the site's under development mm-hmm. and you've got a couple of months. Could I ask if I was, um, in, in the longer term, where do, you, where do you see this going? Why should people, why should people kind of invest in putting their, putting their tracks up to that and kind of promoting through to the system right now? Why, why should... Where do you see this kind of going in kind of a slightly longer scheme of scheme of things, or if you don't mind me asking, perhaps you you don't you haven't considered it. Or... <laughs> um, so would, would we be getting a, a live? Sh- you know, would the idea be to get a live show? You know, once a week of th- this is the chart rundown, that kind of thing, or no? Um, I'm uh, when I started developing this, um, it was it was purely. Uh, an itch that I was scratching. So um, I'm involved in um, what some people refer to as maker spaces or hack spaces. Um, now, it's not computer hacking. And, and my, as I said, my day job of working in computer security, there's nothing to do with that. Um, I'm involved in, in, a, in a hack space in, in Manchester. And um, the, the, the site was put together purely so that I could give them background music for their events without worrying about PPL and PRS licenses, which are the two licensing bodies for the UK. For commercial, commercial, for commercial music. music. Yeah. Um, so that we didn't need to worry about, you know, somebody bringing a radio in because they were bored of it being silent in there or, you know, just having background talking um, so I went in there with a few podcasts that I listened to, uh, and I put them on. And and the only criticism people had, they liked the music, um, but in between each track, there'd be, you know, five, ten minutes of talking before the next track came up. Yeah. And And I was quite aware of the fact that, you know, the reason I listen to these podcasts is for the talking uh, as well as the music, but you know the main thing that I'm there for is the is the talking. But I suddenly realised that in in an environment where uh, the music is really the important thing, um, you don't want you, kind the talking. Of, you don't want that much talking. So um, on the CC Hit site um, uh, was originally going to have no talking in it whatsoever, um, and and I suddenly thought. <sighs> You know, you know what? I need something there. I need something there to give the the attribution term of the of the, the Creative Commons license a whirl. So, if it's being played 
over a PA system or something like that, you're not going to have people looking at show notes for the podcasts or the tracks or whatever. Yeah. So you really need something there that says, you know, this is such and such a track. By such and such. By, by such and such a person. Um, and then maybe after the track saying, you know, same thing. That, that was so-and-so playing their track, whatever. Um, and it was licensed under a, under a particular license. Yeah. And every couple of tracks saying, you know, if you like this track, you can vote for it at wherever. You know, your votes influence what's being played on this airplay. Yeah. Not airplay, but, you know. On the show. Uh, on yeah. the chart show, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I had a bit of a hunt around, and around about the same time, um, the, the Linux Outlaws podcast um, started using uh, a program called Festival, which is um, the Linux text-to-speech engine. Yeah. Uh, so much like on the Macs, you've got, I think, the say command. Yeah, say command from in the terminal, and you can get it to yeah. say anything you want, yeah. So Festival works in much the same way. Uh, you you know say space text blah 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 and it it'll say blah 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 blah. So um, I did a bit of experimenting with what you can do with Festival, um, and basically figured out that I could generate a script that generates the bits and pieces that it needs to generate something a bit more. You know this is such and such by so and so couple of you know a fraction of a, of a beat of a break and then you know if you like this track you can vote for it at such and such um so yeah the the, the site is designed to be all self-generating self-generating fully automating and it's not mean you now you're asking about what the long-term goals of the site is so obviously a, a fairly early goal for me is to get um something that will generate um a three-hour-long, um, I'm calling it a show, but that's not really what it is, like like a show, but something that can just be on in the background at a venue, like a hack space, um, potentially like a pub or something like that, yeah. um, that the whoever it is that owns the premises doesn't need to worry about the fact that, you know, they need to pay PRS license and then a PPL license. And, and, you know, you need to be careful about who puts what on. Um, and, and that, that really is, is kind of my long-term aim for the site is that the more right now it's, it's not feasible to do it. There, there is enough music to make, you know, three or four shows without really worrying too much about it. Yeah. Um, but if, if you were involved in a space for, for a week, if you were there every day for a week and you had the same tracks playing over and over again, you may as well have, you know, a commercial radio station on that's doing the same thing. You're never going to be discovering new tracks. You're going to start getting annoyed with the ones that are going on. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So my medium term plan is to get more podcasts more musicians more net labels um submitting stuff into the system um preferably uh tracks that aren't non-commercial licensed uh because obviously that cuts down on the number of places you can play the tracks at 
um, preferably that are work safe, because again, that would that that seriously impacts where you can where you can play tracks. But but realistically speaking, the site is also there to give exposure to Creative Commons music in general. So uh, I will never omit a track because it's not work safe. Uh, and in fact, for quite a while, um, I had you know three or four tracks. In fact, at the moment, just quickly scanning through the chart, he says not for being able to find anything. That, ah, track number thirteen is not work. Oh, sorry, chart num- chart place number thirteen is not currently work safe. Um, I'm glad I'm glad you didn't say number one there for a minute because that was the one I thought we would finish the show off with, and that would cause <laughs> cause me all sorts of problems. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, um, so yeah, so so the the non work safe, the non non commercial stuff still needs to. I still want to hear about it. I still want to get it put into the site. Um, it just it it just cuts down on the amount of music that that somebody else might be able to use down the line. So you know, ideally, if you're a net label that has tracks that are non-commercial and do not contain the non-commercial tags if possible send me the the not non-commercial uh, licensed stuff first um because that obviously gives me a bigger bank of music to work from to start getting the regular shows available to people that aren't listening to the podcast but you know i mean again it, it doesn't it, it's not it's not a disaster if all the stuff you do is non is non commercial licensed. It'll still be in the daily shows. It will still be in the monthly shows. It's just you know, it doesn't give the listeners the option to share stuff that's non in a in a commercial setting. Um, so yeah, so that's I guess that is where I'm going with it is to be able to offer businesses and and public venues the option to save themselves how much a PRS and PPL licenses every year. That, that, that's interesting, yeah. That's definitely interesting. You're, you're, you're talking about your the use of the non-commercial or commercial tag there is quite quite interesting. It's, it's, it's given me, yeah, I'm just thinking that's definitely something I think I need to, I, I think as a, a, another, a, on another show is something that would be a great discussion actually because I'm aware as, a, as, an, as an artist with my own output, I tend to put the non-commercial tag on stuff actually. Just because I'm, I'm more than happy to, you know, people approach me about my work, and then I'm happy to, you know, relicense it to them for that purpose. But I, I find that, you know, when you, when you do facilitate the commercial stuff, you, you end up in a circumstance where somebody's definitely kind of making a lot of money out of your piece of work, and you know, I'm still struggling to eat. So, well, I mean, to a certain extent, I, I'm not saying I'd argue with you on it because obviously it's a choice that you've made, and you've made it for a particular set of reasons. Yeah. Um, but the then when you talk about this is... scenario it, it kind of makes sense because the commercial scenario that I'm concerned about I, for me if, if a, if a business like wanted McDonald's to play it using it or, or someone like yeah, that if, if a business wants to play it in a background that's perfectly fine I wouldn't mind about that at all it's more the situation where somebody you know where somebody you know McDonald's run a commercial or some organisation run a commercial and they put your track on the background of it purely because they've avoided having to pay for it which is and I think that's the concern that a lot. I guess a lot of artists probably have, actually, isn't it? Is she? Yeah, it's, it's, it's expo- all about possible it, exploitation. It's, yeah, it's 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 the weighing up 
of options, and it's part of the reason why um, I am so positive about the Creative Commons licenses is that it does give um, you know any any body of people, whether that be a, a single person or or a you know multinational corporation, the option to say you know we can't use this because it doesn't fit into what we want to do with it. Um, what I would say is if if you are worried about someone reusing your work in a way that you're not happy about, um, consider things like the share alike license hmm. because um, most multinationals or you know large organizations are not really going to want their work in in a way that it can be legally reworked yeah so for example if it was um i keep saying mcdonald's so i'll pick on a different company a, a, altogether. a, a, a yeah. business of some sort let's let's say you know mcdonald's uh, make cheeseburgers yeah Fair but enough. let's let's say joe blogs widgets is yeah. a is a multinational company that makes parts for cars and they decide they're going to run uh, a major advertising campaign and they go oh really like this track sounds fantastic going to stick it on my piece of work so they have their you know five minutes in a cinema commercial and they have their you know 30 seconds on tv advert and they have on it you know the track was uh, by attribution share alike licensed so somebody sitting in the audience at the cinema gets out their webcam and then you have a whole the whole furore around well you know they're not allowed to use a webcam uh, you know a camera in a cinema well they are because that piece of work is licensed for reuse and for share alike so and the yeah. share alike you know let's say for sake of argument um anonymous the current organization that's making big waves with the whole you know all these sorts of big uprisings and stuff like that decides I don't like your company so they take your advert which is under a share alike license because the artist that released their work was under a share alike license yeah. and they start making spoofs well they're not going to like that so they're not going to put their work in in such a way that it can't be reused that, that that's interesting i'm 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 aware that i i I, I don't want to. I'm aware that our time is running on the is is almost over in our interview here, and I I know that we could probably th this would be a great topic to discuss. So perhaps if people out there want to hear more about like kind of the non-commercial or not, then let us know certainly for the show, and perhaps we'll have you on, or maybe somebody from Creative Commons would be and, interested. And in again, likewise, that. I'd be really interested in hearing other people's opinions on on the licensing discussion. Because at the end of the day, I'm not I'm not a lawyer. I'm not I'm not deeply yeah. involved in the creative commons licensing process i'm just a a, a reuser of these licenses yeah. and i have had people discuss with me the reasons why they do and do not license under various creative commons licenses so yeah. it's it's a really positive discussion that you know that i'd I've, be really interested in hearing yeah i guess um yeah from, from my point of view having been to having sat for a couple of creative commons presentations and stuff i've, I've heard the kind of thing you've just kind of suggested and it makes perfect sense but for me, the advantage of Creative Commons licensing always was the fact that it's so transparent and so easy to understand. Absolutely. But then when you don't use non-commercial but use share alike, believing that that will offer you the kind of 
strategy we, you just kind of spoke about, there's something which just doesn't seem open about. Uh, that's I, I don't mean open in licensing. Um, so as easy to understand, it almost feels like you know you'll kind of have to turn around to the company and say, well, yeah, you could use it commercially, but if you do this, you have to share alike. So you'll probably prefer to relicense this with me anyway. But bear in mind, uh, yeah, I'll tell you, we'll we'll discuss this another time. There we it's, go. It's, it's, Some it's other an interesting time, subject. Yes, it is, and we, I welcome anybody's opinion. So if you're out there and you've got a strong opinion on this, then please. Uh, let, let us know at the audio podcast and we're hey that could be a great like phone in show and have a whole load of people that'd be a lot of fun i think Ooh, what an idea <laughs> indeed indeed oh wow it's great when ideas come in this way so just to finish off um obviously cc hits um it'd be great for people to get involved either by uploading their own music and submitting it mm-hmm. into the chart show um if people are out there podcasting then they could obviously you know kind of in- integrate their podcasting system into it as well. So to say, you know, we've played this track, you can go and see it on CC Hits here, vote for it and the such. Mm-hmm. Go out to there. Um, I guess on the show here, we were keen to, uh, we're, we're going to pay some CCC, uh, drum, some CC Hits stuff as well, though I guess we're non-commercial, so we'll have to make sure we match. Yeah, we'll have to make sure yes, we match indeed. our licenses. So we need somebody who's also put a non-commercial tag on it. I'll, I'll have a quick check and make sure that, that my number one track is... is uh is uh, NC licensed. And if it isn't, I'll bump the votes. No, not really. Not really. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah I'll, uh, th- that, that would be good. Yeah, def- definitely so. So we're going we're gonna to play that, and for the next couple of weeks, we're going to uh, keep playing stuff on, on the back of it as well, and we think it'd be a great thing to kind of give back into the community as well. So Brilliant. hopefully people will like it. So it's been, a, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, John. Um, could you tell people where to find out a bit more about yourself, if you prefer, or just the CC Hits stuff? Is there a Twitter? Sure, okay. Um, the, there is a the, – the, the Twitter account is, is, has no posts on it as yet. Um, I, there is a StatusNet instance. Uh, StatusNet is, is the, a, a free software Twitter alternative, yep. um, which is uh, at cchits.net slash comments. Um, and uh, cchits.net is where the CC Hits website resides. And if you're interested in getting involved in uh, putting anything into any of the shows, then email me at uh, show, S-H-O-W, at cchits.net. That's C-C-H-I-T-S dot net. Cool. Excellent stuff. Well, thank you very much for your time this evening. It's been a... No worries. It, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. It's been... And, and with you as well. A lot of fun. So this is uh, Atsy by Broken Cities. Mm-hmm. 